Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On the Range Podcast News. I am Mark Kelly from Kelly Defense, wherever you are. Hope you are having a great Friday, June 2nd, and thank you for making us part of your day. We're going to talk about ESPN, what a disgrace they have really become, and people are just tired. People are just tired of the lifestyles of others being shoved in our face. Tired of it, and they're starting to make corporations pay, making them pay dearly. And we're going to talk about that. But first, swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Make sure you check out the industry partners, the training calendars, and most importantly, sign up to become a member of the OTR crew. On both the websites, warhog.com and kellydefense.com, just press the button to join. Get a free trial. Try it for free. Two weeks. All of our training videos are now exclusive to OTR crew members. So make sure you check that out. Don't forget to check out the TFT notebook. You can purchase it right from the website or go to Amazon. And another aspect I want to um, tell you about what Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense are doing is the Project Officer Survival. We have partnered with 5013Cs, the Protectors Foundation, and Spikes Canine Fund.org. You can donate tax-free, deductible, deductible donation so corporations there's no reason to help you support the police help us support us to give them free training free firearms training from warhog tactical and kelly defense so a couple a couple things that everybody has been seeing the bud light stuff not only the bud light stuff but the target stuff people are just tired of it like i said getting it shoved down their face it kind of first started with the Bud Light. Alyssa Hindershined, and I'll talk about her a little bit more. Her comments didn't help things. I don't know if her video didn't go viral about her interview on that podcast con can, uh, concerning her inv involvement as the vice president of marketing. With her pretty much wanting to switch up the brand and all this other thing. If she hadn't come off as poorly as she did, I don't know the lady, but she didn't come off very well. She didn't come off very well at all. I don't know that it would have been as bad. I don't think the decision itself probably would have been this bad had that not been right behind it. That interview was awful. Totally slap in the face of their customer base. And let's face it, Bud Light is not something hard to replace. They're not even an American-owned company anymore. You just go to some other company that is American-made. It's just as good. And that's exactly what happened. I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 25% drop in their sales, total sales. $16 billion, if it's not more, by the time this airs. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about her a little bit more. And I've said it before. Nobody cares what your lifestyle is. This is the most tolerant country in the world. We talked about this before. Rick and I know we've been other places. Many of you haven't. Those who don't agree with anything I'm saying, you haven't been anywhere because you would know. Go ask Brittany Griner. Go ask Brittany Griner. 
I'm going to give her a pass on some of this stuff because you know what? If that's what it took for her to realize how this country is great and all the great things about it, I don't care. It's not a good look, but you know what? She's standing for the national anthem. So anyway, people don't care about your lifestyle. When you start messing with the kids, that was number one. That's what we talked about. You start messing with the kids and you start compelling me to say things or do things. Nah. Nope. I, like I said, I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude. Never. Someone wants to be called something, I'll call them that out of pure politeness because they're an American. But you start telling me that a man can have a baby and I have to believe that or I'm a bigot, I'm out. Count me out. Everybody's out. Those folks in the marketing department and those folks who are on the far side of this argument talking about these communities have lost sight of the fact that folks especially men between the ages of 19 and 52 are the ones who buy everything and they drink beer. She forgot that they all did over there. They all forgot that. And on top of that, Bud's light, their, their responses were terrible. This Belgian CEO never apologized. He doesn't care. You can tell they still haven't apologized. He said, ah, it wasn't us. It was some third-party ad agency. Somebody saw it. Someone in charge saw it at some point. It was one can, they said. Okay, whatever. Alyssa Heinerschein's interview was terrible, but I think she was a convenient fall person. That Belgian guy, he didn't give a crap about her, threw her under the bus maybe. She had something to do with it, of course. She said those words, but they threw her under the bus. I guarantee someone above her knew about it as well. So I'm no one bought that. Everybody thought they were lying. You know, we're Americans. Very tolerant. Like I said, we will give somebody the opportunity to work back into good graces. Everybody has a chance to redeem themselves. I believe that. But you got to say you're sorry. Hey, man, I messed up. We messed up. We are sorry. They never did that. They started coming out with these terrible commercials after that. Oh, these hillbillies will freaking, uh, let's put a, a camouflage on it. They'll buy it. No, can't give it away. Can't give it away. Then Target came along. Target came along. Now, like I said, the beer drinker guys and girls, they made a statement. But then Target comes along. And guess who got involved? I think the most influential and powerful group of people in America, moms. They are killing it. Destroying Target. You start putting retail items out there that are specifically Target, no question asked, not even hide anymore, uh, targeting kids, Mom's got involved. A couple of TikToks later, boom. They lost billions of dollars, almost double at the time that Bud Light had lost in uh, market cap in a week. Because these wonderful, incredible moms finally said, that's enough. We're done. Tuck-friendly bathing suits at Target. 
all kinds of women, women from all kinds of life start getting on social and crushing that crap. The books, especially, it was disturbing to me. These weird, satanic books, totally sexualized, targeted at toddlers. That was it. It was like $10 billion in one, in one week that they lost in marketing cap from Target, and it's going downhill. And then Target started saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take these down and put them in the back because of the response from the people who are against this. Yeah, they tried to blame these moms and these other people saying that their Target staff was in danger of being threatened. Let me tell you something, friends. If that happened, if that happened, there'd be videos all over. Not one. Not one. They started even making up things and saying that these videos of, of right-winger people were starting to tear up targets. You know what that was? It was from the Floyd riots. They repurposed it. So it turns out that Target is pushing an agenda on kids for June's Pride Month, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, according to OutKick, that Fox News has uncovered a longstanding partnership between the retail giant and the Gay and Lesbian Straight Education Network, a K-12 through education group, which, among other things, focuses on getting districts to adopt policies that will keep kids or keep parents in the dark about a child's in-school transgender or gender transition. The two have worked together for a decade, according to Fox News, which has added that the target has so far given $2.1 million to the organization. Target has lost $9 billion this week. This is an article from OutKick. The organization even provides educators with instructions on how they can make math more inclusive and trans and binary entities. This this is what I'm talking about, that moms and normal folks who don't act or aren't activists in these type of areas, it's what I'm talking about because your kids can't read, teachers. Your students can't read. We've done multiple articles on this, including Chicago with 44 schools that have zero students in their area that are proficient at grade level math and reading. And this is what you're worried about. This is what people are talking about that they're just tired of. They're tired of it. If these teachers spent as much time worrying about their lifestyle and pushing it on kids than they did math and arithmetic and reading and all that other stuff, we'd have a bunch of geniuses running around. That's what we're tired about. And we're not going to stand for it in any company. And they start racking up when you start seeing what they believe in. Any company that doesn't feel the same way about this and don't just sell things. If you're a shoemaker, sell shoes. And stay away from the kids. On the range. Okay, folks. In the title, you notice I had ESPN in there. This is kind of tied into something that we talked about on the first segment about compelling speech and bullying and all that other stuff that these members of the media do. They do it. How they start throwing out horrible, horrible labels on people when they are nowhere near what they're saying they are. Nowhere near. 
this one kind of caught me for a couple of reasons. One is because the company that she works for is totally throwing her under the bus and not coming to her aid at all. A USA Today comments, again, this is from OutKick, attacks an ESPN Sam Ponder. Sam Ponder is a sports analyst on ESPN. An ESPN employee, Sam Ponder, was called a bigot by a USA Today columnist because she spoke out against men competing in women's sports and taking away championships and getting awards. Now, to me, and I'm sure most of you who are listening agree, how is this even remotely controversial? Remember when the NHL had that little, they started up some hockey league, little like a youth and, and um, you know, adult hockey leagues and stuff like that, and they let folks who identified as women compete, and they were biological men. That one girl got carted off on an ambulance. That's what you end up with. You can sit there and say it's not fair all you want. You can sit there and say it, but it doesn't change the biology. It doesn't change the truth. This columnist, I continue, USA Today columnist Nancy Armour wrote over 800 words this Memorial Day weekend attacking ESPN host Sam Ponder. What did Ponder do to upset Armour so much? Ponder had the audacity to call for fairness in women's sports. Like I said, how is this even remotely even remotely controversial? She called her a bigot. Here's what she said. Don't be fooled by the people who screech about fairness to cloak their bigotry toward transgender girls and women. The transgender girls and women who have the audacity to want to play sports in particular. See, what she's saying is, hey, all these other things are unfair, but you don't call them out but you call this out. Well, this is going to land a girl or a woman in the hospital. It's going to allow a man who says that they are a woman to beat the crap out of her with their fist, beat the crap out of a woman, biological woman. That's the difference. It is a crazy upside down world when feminists are calling for women's sports to be destroyed. Think about that for a second. For whatever reason, feminism is calling for women's sports to be destroyed by allowing men to compete in them because they identify as women. Eventually, there will be no women left in sports if we just opened up it to be a neutral, gender-neutral arena. There will be no women. There will be no women in any sports. Is that what they want? You have to ask yourself. And if they do, why? Then there was a peer and a coworker in the ESPN organization that liked this tweet that this Nancy Armour tweeted out. And what do we hear from ESPN response or what do we hear from her? Nothing. Crickets. 
And we also hear that ESPN, we also hear that ESPN is flying the trans flag over their campus during Pride Month. Hey, they can do whatever they want. But them not coming to the defense of women being fairness in sports, being a sports network, them not coming to that support of women and not supporting Sam Ponder. And then they fly the trans flag over their campus. It's very interesting to me that they don't believe that men should compete in women's sports. To me, it says that they do believe that they should, or they're not going to fight out against it. The problem with that is that means that ESPN supports the annihilation, the erasing of women's sports as we know it today. They, they support it. They believe that men can have babies. They believe that someone who says they're a woman, that they're a woman. And they're going to put a USC fight with a transgender woman, biological man. They're going to put it on their airways, someone getting the crap beat out of them. Some woman getting their crap beat out of them by a biological man. And they're going to raise his hand as the champion with the belt around his waist in the women's category. That's disgusting, friends, and ESPN supports it. Thank you for visiting On The Range Podcast. However you are consuming all of our content, whether audio or video, do us a favor, go to warhog.com and kellydefense.com. Check out the crew membership free trial. Click that. You get two free weeks of all the exclusive training content, bi-monthly Zoom calls with Rick and I, and early access to our training calendars and promo codes. So go to the websites and become an OTR crew member today. On the Range Podcast.